Welcome to the You Can Be Unstoppable podcast. My name is Ewelina Szczoblewska, your host and certified hypnotherapist. In this podcast, I will share with you how to tap into the power of your subconscious mind. I intend to share with you how learning how to use the power of your subconscious mind can help you to create successful an abundant life with ease, how to connect with yourself while fostering a healthy relationship with your body and mind. Tapping into the power of the subconscious mind will help you to learn how to manage your emotions, become more resilient and present in all of your relationships. Self-love and self-worth are the keys to the kingdom of success and abundance, to happy and healthy life on your terms. Hello to another episode and I'm so glad that you are here. And for today's episode, I invited Rene Egan. She is an accredited mindset and business coach based on the southeast coast of Australia. She's a single co-parenting mama of her four-year-old son. I love her missions because she's on a mission to empower self-doubting mamas to build their self-worth, increase their belief and create the confidence to have a freedom mindset and lifestyle. And I really love this. I'm absolutely all for it about empowering other women to take charge of their lives, take charge how they feel and how they want to show up in a world. We've touched on so many things in our discussion. We talked about there is so much more to life than 9 to 5, that emotions are here to guide us and being emotionally resilient, creating that emotional resilience is so important, that it's so important to question our beliefs and becoming become more aware of who we are and where we came from and where we're going. Ask those difficult questions. And also it's important to understand that transformation doesn't tolerate mediocrity and is a lifelong journey. And it's a journey. There is no destination. Every day is a lesson. Every day you can learn something new. And we also um, talked about self-doubt, confidence and important aspect of how we are the change. That if you want to see the change in the world, you have to be the change. And everything starts from you. The way you show up in the world creates change and has a ripple effect. So bearing this in mind... I invite you to listen to this episode because it's a cracker. Thank you, Rene, for coming on to my show. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much. It's amazing to be here. Amazing. So I know this is really late. Well, it's not quite late, but it's late for you. It's morning for me. So we are tuning in from two different ends of the world, which is amazing. I love this, that we are so connected these days. And uh, I want to talk about your journey as an entrepreneur, uh, growth and uh, confidence and how important is our mindset 
and anything that we do really uh, and especially now with what's going on it's so important to have our mindset on point or identity really so mm. I know that your journey started not that long ago I guess when you uh, split your relationship with your partner but I'll let you to uh, explain it what happened uh, in your life where you decided well, you know what I actually need to look into my mindset and how I feel about myself because this whole entrepreneurial journey is a a bit more to it than I thought. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so I guess probably my journey more started when like I had my son. That was probably a big point where I realized like he was my biggest why. And so becoming a mum, that was when I was like, I need to do something. I knew, always knew that there was more than the nine to five. And so I saw, you know, that step into that online space, into an online business that that was going to allow me that freedom and flexibility to work around my son. Um, so I guess that was, that was a, one of the mindset shifts um, that happened along my journey. And at that point in time, I um, was looking into different businesses online um, and I started a business online, but that didn't work out. And it was actually probably one of the um, catalysts for um, the separation with um, my partner, that business uh, on, on my behalf as well. But there were a few other things that like were kind of involved in, in why we separated. Um, so I guess there was that mindset shift that I knew that I wanted more. Um, I wanted to have that freedom and flexibility. And then when we did separate and then I was, um, had to cope with um, co-parenting, my son who was only two at the time, that was a big thing for me. So um, I didn't process my emotions or cope with it well, um, which kind of led me down a path of, um, alcohol um you know drinking alcohol to kind of try and mask that and throughout that process I came to a point you know there's that fork in the road I feel like there's that point where you're like okay I've got to do something now I need to shift this it's either keep going down this path or -hmm. change and that was a big point for me where I decided that I needed to change and so I just started looking online and I started um, listening to podcasts and I found my way to a podcast which was about coaching and I listened to the this podcast and I was just amazed at like the at the techniques I started like writing down like these different techniques so NLP um, techniques different coaching and mindset techniques and um, I started applying them to myself and that really was just such a big shift for me um, in terms of my healing journey and in terms of me being able to kind of transition into that space into the entrepreneurial world and to start my online business yeah and it's so yeah. important to look honestly at, at where we are at because it's so easy to go into this path of I've got this coping mechanism of whether that is drinking or shopping or mm-hmm. avoiding or, you know, because we are so afraid to face those uncomfortable emotions. 
it's easier to numb them with mm-hmm. the coping strategy that we developed. Um, problem with that is it's a very short left solution because we usually feel a lot worse mm. at the end of it, especially with alcohol and when you drink and then you sober up and you're like, oh, why did I do it? I should have known better. And then you go back to drinking, trying to numb this and it just get worse and worse. Yeah. So it, and I know the sound people really don't want to hear this, but it's down to you. No one can do it for you because I can, mm. like with my clients as well, and I'm sure you find this too, you can do all the hard work, but if you do not step up to the plate and have a hard, long look at yourself and where you are at and do the work, nothing really will change and to mm. be honest, probably will get worse. And yeah. in the entrepreneurial space, all your weaknesses, if I can call them like this, all those areas where you could do more work, get poked and get flooded to the surface because entrepreneurial journey is not for everyone. Mm. It takes yeah. a lot of courage to do something against the grain, do something different. You know, nine to five can be very easy and it's quite fine for most people. Certainly, I always looked for something more like you have. There's a lot more to life than just nine to five. Yeah. Uh, and freedom is one of my values. Uh, yeah. And having your own business. And again, that's kind of a misconception because you have to put the hard work first before you can have your freedom. Yeah. Um, but definitely for me as well, I when I started my business, I really had to look at myself really hard. And I always, and I still do because... Every yeah. time you up level and you hit that glass, you hit the glass ceiling. After a while, like, mm, okay, there's a more work I can do here. I can expand even further. And then you go mm-hmm. kind of down to the uh, level of, okay, work, work, okay, work can expand. And then you're probably fine for a while until you hit the glass ceiling again. You expand, you grow. And it's a lifelong journey. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That learning and that growth, I think it's a lifelong journey as well. And yeah, just being able to to change and to adapt to that. But I, I like how you said, um, I think something that came to mind when um, you were talking about you have to do the work and you have to make those changes. It's you, it's like down to you to make that mm. decision. And yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like you can tell, like you, you, when you've done the work yourself, you can tell someone this is what you need to do but that's not what's going to empower them to get there it's allowing them to have that discovery within themselves allowing them to come to that point and and asking them the questions that are going to get them to that point right and then then then, but they need to choose to do the work and they have to put in that work um to be able to get to where they want because it's just like anything in life if someone tells you what to do like that majorly impinges on my freedom <laughs> like, like you have to do this you have to do that I'm like well, what if I don't want to like I'm like that's, you know but if someone asks me the questions in the right way and I'm like oh hang on maybe maybe I should do this or maybe and you know and you come to those realizations yourself I think that's so much more powerful um and yeah and like you said absolutely putting in the work to get to where you want to be so I think that was that was something that came to mind and it's you know I hear this I have I've heard it a few different times and it just yeah really resonates with me about you know putting in that work yourself and and make having those realizations within yourself Mm -hmm. it is and I think I've realized 
as well at some point I played the victim more than I would like to admit uh, mm-hmm. in the past and I had a conversation with someone and I said well actually yes they abuse or they hurt in the past obviously this is not your fault it was their parents or the abuser or whatever happened however it's your responsibility to heal it to do something about mm-hmm. it and that person was really triggered just like oh you can't say this but at the end of the day, no one else will do the work for you. Yeah. You actually have to, as unfair as that may sound, unfortunately, it's done to you to do the work, to heal it, to move past it, to release it, to let go. Because mm-hmm. fostering those unhealthy emotions like anger and frustration and all like, oh, this is so unfair. And life is unfair, unfortunately. No one will do it for you. You mm-hmm. actually have to step up to the plate and do it and I know that's from myself. The only shame I think I feel is, which um, is probably not a good emotion, but actually it's not good or bad emotions. They are there to guide us. So just to clarify that one. (laughs) Um, Is for most part, all of us hits the bottom before we say, okay, enough is enough. I have to do something about it. Mm -hmm. It's It's a shame that we have to go there before we do something about our lives. For the most mm. part, most of us, I know that I had to head the bottom before I said, okay, I'm tired of my own bullshit and I have to do something about my life. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I do think it's, it, it is a little bit, so I guess that's, it is a little bit, oh, not sad, but yeah, that you have to get to that point for you to either go one way or the other, right? It's it's It was like that fork in the road that I talked about before. It's like, if I yeah. look down my life down here and it's like, well, do I want to keep drinking? Do I want to keep doing Or do I want to go down this other path? And and it's, it is sometimes hitting that, you know, that rock bottom point and going, okay, what do I want? And mm-hmm. where do I want to go? And yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree that sometimes it does come to that. And um, I guess we and like this well this is one of the things that like I want to do is to help people to get to that point before they're there you know like to empower them to 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 do the work now before they get to that to that to that point yeah Yeah. and I think that's where understanding how the mind works is really important because once we realize how the mind works like that we prefer the familiar and known patterns we prefer the comfort zone because the mind knows how to navigate Mm -hmm. we feel safe and comfortable this is why we don't tend to like, oh, I'm just going to go rock the boat and, you know, put my life upside down. We're like, oh, this is good. You know, I'm comfortable. Money is flowing. I'm good. I'm happy. It's only when we got our fork on the road and we are faced with the decision and we have to make a decision yeah. is when we grow and evolve. So when we understand this, I think it's easier than to ask yourself those hard questions. Okay, do I want to stay here in this you know, comfortable zone uh, and my life probably will not change because life usually doesn't change when we in a comfort zone because you have to change for your life to change or yeah. are we waiting till we absolutely forced to make a decision? Yeah, yeah. It's a hard one to, to do because I have this, I've done this when I made decision to put my life upside down so to speak because I was absolutely in a comfortable place and uh, money was flowing and everything was perfect and on the surface someone would may say oh like well why are you doing this yeah (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) like it's like yes however this is not where I'm going to grow 
yes this is not where i'm going to continue to evolve yeah. and expand because this is a predictable life i know how to navigate it i know how to show up yeah i am not going to evolve here so i did something that for most people would be like you're not <laughs> yeah but i i'm happy that i did it and i've done it more than once in my life and i've always grown and expanded and evolved and my life was much much better you obviously have to get past through the turbulence if i can say this there's always a period of like unknown and you're not sure what's gonna happen things are kind of putting into place like the jigsaw puzzles so you have to obviously go through this period before you go back into this okay i know what's happening here i'm comfortable i know what i'm doing and you're back into this comfort zone but at a much higher level yeah 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 absolutely yeah and that's the part that scares people right is yes. moving initially yes. moving through that 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 comfort zone it's that fear it's that fear that kind of keeps you stuck because yeah you're comfortable in the space yep. that you're in and you're like like you said like why why would you change but um i think but that's a change on your terms which is much easier to navigate i think that's what yeah. most people forget this is a change that you induced and is on your terms and it's easier to navigate it because you can to certain extent prep yourself where the change is imposed by external environment by the external situation maybe you've lost a job or whatever is happening or like you've you know ended up splitting with your partner or whatever that's a change is that imposed and whether you like it or not you're forced to make decisions you're forced to face that mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah. much harder to navigate yeah yeah that's true thinking about yeah thinking about it absolutely that way is that when those those changes are forced upon you you have no choice to it's like you know you you have to deal with them you have to work through them whereas like you said the changes that you've made are changes that you've decided on and the changes that you want to like shift towards and um if there's there's like that difference in the mindset Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it is and I don't know about you, but I, when I started my entrepreneurial journey, I quickly realized I have a lot of work to do around my confidence, my self-worth, self-esteem, the way I saw myself. It was really acutely aware to me how much work I have to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this entrepreneurial journey, it strips you bare. Yeah, and you yeah. really have to look at yourself. It's like, okay, wow, okay, I've got a lot of work here. Yes, yes, no, I absolutely agree. And there's still more work to do, like we talked about before. And and I think that when I started, I probably went into like the coaching space mm-hmm. more in terms of uh, like finding myself again and finding my yeah. passion and finding me. So it was like you say, stripping back those layers. And like as you mentioned, that the entrepreneurial um, life is not for everyone. Uh, and I think it's important to like work on yourself mm. um, and work on your mindset, work on shifting those beliefs and that identity because you need to be able to really have that within yourself to, you know, navigate the, the ups and downs of, of that that are inevitably going to come yep. your way. You know, there's there's failure, there's um, self-doubt, there's, um, you know, the knock to your confidence. There's, there's lots of different things that come up and um, doing that work initially on myself before I then started my business journey, like just gave me that head start. It gave me that, um, it, it absolutely was that shift in 
in mindset that um that has allowed me to get to where I am today so yeah I definitely think that it's important to do that work to strip back those layers and like you said there's still more work to do I know there is more like the self-doubt for me is one that that pops up and but the work that I've done it doesn't stop me it doesn't stop me from continuing because I you know see that self-doubt come up I recognize it I question it. I go, interesting, you know, just let it, let it sit there for a bit. Okay. Yep. And, and is it helpful? It's like, I think self-doubt for me, I listened to um, a podcast and and, and it was really good. It was, it was with um, a lady who she's a billionaire. She's like a billionaire company. And she said that self-doubt still comes to her because what you mentioned before was that, you know, when you're pushing pushing yourself out of that comfort yeah. zone that you're doing new things there's going to be things that you know maybe you don't have the like the confidence or, or the yeah. belief or that worth within yourself and then you get to a point where you're like okay you know I've kind of got this like and then it'll be something else that you you know that you're faced with that, that's you if you're constantly pushing um yourself outside of that zone so yeah, yeah. that's so true because it doesn't matter how much money you've got, you still struggle with confidence and self-doubt because your level of the self-doubt or confidence is much higher. So let's say where we are at, so we get comfortable with what we're doing so that doubt goes away, we get more confident, but we grow and evolve. And again, we then hit that ceiling and then there's another layer and then that doubt comes back because Mm. we're doing something different, something more. So when we say it's not for everyone it's because it's that comfortable feeling of being uncomfortable mm. that constant feeling oh i'm not sure about this and mind doesn't like this for the most part so basically it's learning to be comfortable with being uncomfortable yeah because mind prefers what's known and familiar because it knows how to navigate that goes back to you know the time when we lived in caves and yeah we're still very much a caveman in that respect being constantly challenged in a way, constantly growing and evolving, constantly navigate that unknown space can be challenging. Yes. And that's why we say it's not for everyone. Yeah. Because yeah. I think since I've started my business, I'm probably in a permanent state of being uncomfortable at the moment because I'm always constantly growing and evolving. When I master one thing, I'm off to the next. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think when you say that, you know, it's not for everyone, I don't think it is for everyone, but I think that um, having the mindset and having those tools in place is something that I see um, other mums who who want that freedom lifestyle, mm-hmm. who want to, um, you know, who know who knows that there's more, and maybe they have tried, like you know, like for myself, have tried maybe some network marketing in the past or yeah. online business, but it's that it's those blocks that that stop them from fully um, pursuing it and being successful at it, you know, whatever success looks like for you, because it's different for everyone. Absolutely. Um, and so it's really like, yeah, that mindset, working on that mindset and being able to move through, you know, those feelings of doubt and to mm-hmm. be able to move through that, you know, the ch- to change and to move through that fear. So um, I think that's that's the biggest thing that has, yeah. has been the shift for me, yeah, in my journey so far. And I think yeah. this is so unfortunate because I think it's harder for us women to push past that self-doubt and imposter syndrome and questioning ourselves because of the 
conditioning that we received from a very little girl. So boys and girls, women and men, we do receive different messaging from mm. our parents, from the society, from the school. And unfortunately, we don't receive messages the same way that men do. And we then enter the world and we doubt ourselves, we question and we perfect. If you have children and you work with mom, which is so important because they can pass on a much better messages mm. to girls and boys to help them navigate life much better. Because yeah. I know the messages I received as a little girl, I'm still working through them. Yeah. They haven't exactly set me up <laughs> for success. So now knowing this, if you can empower other women who's got children and help them then empower their children, we then tapping into future generations mm-hmm. and making yeah. their life a lot better. We're stopping that messaging, which we don't do it consciously because for the most part, no one wakes up in the morning and says, you know, I want to screw up my child. We just do the best we can with the resources that we have. Yes, absolutely. But it's so important to become aware of, okay, this is what are my beliefs, my messaging, my habits of thought, and I'm aware of them. So then I do my best so I don't pass them on to my child because when I work on myself, and I do the best to become aware and conscious of where I'm at, then hopefully with practice, you can pass on much better um, messaging to your child. Yes, absolutely. And I couldn't agree more with that. And that's something that, that, that is a big driver for me. And I speak to a lot of mums and, and the, the journey that they're on is, you know, especially with the the emotional processing and um, Mm. coping with those big feelings is, something that they haven't necessarily been taught um, by their parents or by, you know, in, in, in the schooling system even. Um, so they recognise that and then they're working on themselves to be able to, like, like I am myself, to be able to um, deal with those emotions, cope with them, and then pass that on, on, along to their children. And mm-hmm. I think, yeah, it's, it's beautiful to see and it's beautiful to be a part of. Um, like, as you mentioned before, like our parents or those people around us, those people who cared for us, um, they were just doing the best with what they had, with what mm-hmm. they knew, with um, how they, they grew up. And so yeah. absolutely doing the best that they can. And myself, me too, I'm doing the best that I can exactly. as a mum with what I know, <laughs> with what I've been taught. And, and I can only hope to like improve that and to grow and then to share that mm-hmm. with my son um, yeah. so that he can then do the same moving forward. So I think that the emotional processing is something that's really um, close to, to my to, to me um especially for my son um being able to teach him that it's okay all feelings are welcome and mm-hmm. then how to process those big emotions yes. and i think it's yeah. so important because um i see that with uh, teenagers they are so angry and can be quite destructive but to be honest mm. the anger is an easier emotion it's the hurt that they experience because they think like no one understands them or they are not feeling seen or they actually have been, you know, heard by someone. But when we can catch children at a younger age and pass on healthy messages, mm. uh, because at the early ages, it's like a permanent state of hypnosis. We are a walking, talking camera with a microphone that absorb everything mm. 
and the messages and, and teaches us, okay, who we are and what is expected of us and the world expects of us and how the mommy and daddy, you know, uh, relate between them and the way our relationship is with the other significant other. Children observe this and then they create an image of what a healthy relationship is. Mm-hmm. So it's so important that the way we conduct ourselves in front of children is super important because they watch and they observe oh. <laughs> and they <laughs> take do. everything in. So I know that you've got a four-year-old boy. I don't have children, but I've got um, nephews and um, nieces. So yeah. I've got a nephew who's about 11 at the moment. And I've worked with him since he was about six, because that's when I met him. Yeah. So my mom remarried again. So that's where the niece and nephew comes in. And yeah. I love it. I absolutely love working with him because he loved the whole aspect of hypnosis of meditation of working on himself and they are so easily suggestible they just take it on board and it brings me huge level of pleasure that I can help someone else Mm, yeah because I'm impacting his life right now when he's so, so very young to have a much better life once he gets into his teens and early 20s and so on yeah yeah absolutely so, you know you with your little boy and then you working with mums yeah. the ripple effect mm. that you have on future generations really it's massive yeah. it is yeah yeah it's such a beautiful thing and um it's just it it's well I don't know if you if you're listening to this you can't see you can't see my face lighting up but <laughs> oh yeah she did like, look <laughs> it just um it lights me up to think about that and to know about that ripple effect and and to know that it you know it just takes that one person that like one person that you can help you know today or that one person tomorrow and it's just those small little things that can just impact so many other people's lives and have such a massive change Mm -hmm. by just doing the work within yourself and and sharing that and letting allowing other people to see that and helping others as well yeah and Mm -hmm. it's not only children because your relationship with other people will also impact them yeah yeah so it's all your relationships because if you see yourself as um, confident um, worthy you're going to show up differently you're not going to get triggered mm. by other people's limitations and by you showing up better you can help them as well to move on past that limitation I think yeah. that's really important to understand that the way we show up has a mm. massive impact on other people yeah yeah absolutely because I know you know how the way I show up has impact on my friends and my brother and everything else because I show up from a much better place Mm, yeah 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 and that just radiates out I think that that energy that you give off how you're showing up yeah it just it just radiates around you Mm -hmm. yeah Mm, and it's uh, I think 11 not talk about maybe enough people will think oh like how is that going to change anything well, actually, it's going to change a lot because, like you say, you know, you don't like to be told what to do. So if your partner comes in and goes, like, I, I, I need you to do X, Y, and Z, and you're like, eh, no, <laughs> that'll be me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, no. <laughs> but if you show up, okay, this is what how I want to be treated, and this is how you show up in a relationship, then 
the person reciprocate that. However, if it doesn't, then the question is like, hmm, is this person is the right person for me? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because if they don't, then then it's a deeper question to, to be asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or a conversation to be had. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. really, really, everything starts from you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you see yourself Absolutely. show up and definitely takes all of that. Like we talked uh, earlier about peeling the layers, peeling, peeling the layers of um, social domestication, the um, programming that we received from parents and society and questioning, being aware. It's like if you have a belief, which is a habit of thought, we repeat it over and over and over. Okay, why do I believe this? Ask yourself, okay, why do I believe this? Does it serve me? Does it help me? Do I yeah. have the proof that it's true? How do I know it's true? Just become a bit more aware by questioning ourselves, not just, mm-hmm. just blindly accept, oh, this is me and that's it. Because <laughs> I know a lot of people yes. like <laughs> Yes, yes, absolutely. The, yeah, that who are just like, well, this is just the way I am. Yeah, like we'll stop and yeah. and don't and, and don't question it. And and I think that is important because those beliefs, like you said, that they, they they come from somewhere, right? That where we learn these as we grow up, as you know, yeah. through our childhood, yeah. through our adolescence, through our teens, through, through our life, we pick up these beliefs along the way, and then um, over time, if they've compounded, like they become our truths. But yeah. at any point in time, you can change those. They don't have to be your truths. They're just strongly held opinions, strongly held. Yeah um yeah uh views i guess on um different things in our life different aspects of our life but Mm. we can have the power to shift them we can have the power to change them and questioning them like you said that's that's the way to do it is to question them to raise awareness around it and to ask yourself like well is this true for everyone or Mm -hmm. is it is it even true for me like do i believe in this and yeah yeah that's important Um, to do i think you are never too old to change because I've heard that as well when I don't know if you've got that saying is oh you can't treat all dogs new tricks which obviously we're not dogs but you know what I'm saying it's um I've had customers you know in the 60s yeah and they made massive transformation and the yeah. way they showed up for themselves and the way their confidence grew and self-esteem so you are never too old to change all it takes is your willingness to do the work and really show up for yourself yeah yeah absolutely and and with that change like that's it's probably going back to what we were mentioning before but you know the way that you change the world and the way that you change people around you is by changing yourself Mm. so if you want to you know if you want something different right something's got to change like if you're not happy with where you're at if you're not happy where you see your life going then something needs to change and something within you needs to change so yeah just having that awareness around that and and being able to know that you you can change but it's important what you said something within you needs to change because Mm. i see so many people moving to a different job moving across the state or another country or leaving relationships and starting another one only to find themselves to recreate pretty much the same circumstances they were finding themselves in a few months earlier because they took themselves (laughs) to a different place or situation or relationship 
they yeah. haven't changed. They're still the same person with the same limiting beliefs, habits of thought and way of thinking and being. Changing environment is not enough. Mm. Actually, yeah. to look, okay, within me, okay, what's going on inside of me? Work on this and then go and change your environment. Move yeah. the job. So, okay, is this a relationship not for me? Okay. Can I work on it or is it absolutely no go? But we really have to start from us, from within. Okay, mm-hmm. where is you know my part in all this? Because mm-hmm. that's where my transformation started. After I ended up my relationship and I was dating, and I was after a while, and I'm like, hmm, this whole dating scene is a bit of a train wreck. <laughs> yeah. But when I got absolutely honest with myself, I was like, hmm, I think I'm the common denominator. <laughs> In all of this, I think I need to check with myself, okay, where where am I at and what is my role in all of that? Yeah. yeah. Then I was like, hmm, okay, I think I've got quite a bit of work to do. <laughs> yeah, peeling back those layers, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. when I discovered a lot about myself and where my yeah. certain beliefs and limitations were coming from, which I never stopped to look and yeah. I think that's the other limited way the way society operates these days is we are so busy, busy, go, go, do more, achieve more, acquire more. And you never have enough to time and stop and say, okay, I've achieved so much. I'm celebrating myself. I've got enough to have a comfortable life or everything that I have because we are being conditioned that if we're not having five cars and two houses and a massive bank account and five husbands, <laughs> I'm joking, but um, then we cannot <laughs> be successful. Yeah. So I think it's about, okay, how can we slow down so we can hear ourselves, mm-hmm. become yeah. more aware of what's going on with us, and celebrate all those little wins you don't have to constantly chase after the next thing because then we will never feel accomplished and successful because no accomplishment is going to be enough and again that's a coping strategy it's hiding certain things within you that you don't want to look all this constant chasing Uh, yeah. you know, whether that is you don't feel worthy enough or you, you constantly feel that need that you need to prove yourself because maybe as a child your parents only seen you saw you when you achieved so there's there's you know there's a lot of things that can be unpacked there mm. which comes down to what we we're talking about awareness slowing yeah. down looking at yourself questioning where you're at yeah, absolutely. And I can I can totally relate to that when you're talking about um, your relationship, your experience within your relationships and having to stop and do that self-reflection. Mm-hmm. That is something that I had to, well, I didn't have to do, but I chose to do. Um, <laughs> I chose to um, do that after, you know, going through my separation and um, reflecting back on it and recognising the mistakes that I made and recognizing the behaviors that I didn't want to display again and really like peeling back those layers and looking in towards myself um, at 
and and not and not putting myself down not putting all that blame on me but just recognizing that yeah. there there were things that I I done that I that I shouldn't have and yeah. that um I had to really question myself and question who I was and and that was part of it too it was like like who am I I kind of lost who I was um and I blamed myself I blamed myself a lot for that mm. um not only the separation but then I also blamed myself for the fact that I couldn't see my son um, all of his life because I blame myself on the, on the relationship separation and the guilt like around that was massive. Um, and at the time, like I didn't realize that it was, it was, it was a grieving process. Yeah. Um, and so learning to forgive myself, but like having that awareness mm-hmm. around it and then like, you know, just really looking into it. And it's not, it's not, an, it's not a comfortable thing to do. No, <laughs> really. It's, it's not a comfortable thing to look back at and, you know, and recognize those things. But I think forgiveness and acceptance um, of, I guess, those areas in my life and then learning from having the awareness and, and, and yeah. working out what it is that I want, what, who do I want to be moving forward and what can I do to improve this? Um, so yeah, it is really like about, yeah, peeling back those layers yeah. and kind of having that awareness around yourself. Um, and that's I think where that's like the real deep work is. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what you said, it's uncomfortable and I think that's why so many people don't do it. Mm, yeah because it's uncomfortable you actually have yeah. to get honest with yourself and accept okay I did this and I did that and this is not a comfortable place to be but this is where mm-hmm. you will grow yes yeah yeah and that's yeah. This is the only way yeah it is and there's there's so much growth and so much learning and just so the the possibilities and the potential I think from that come from doing that work from going in deep from asking those questions and creating mm-hmm. that awareness it just opens up so much more space and um for myself it was like connecting back in with me and yeah it just opened up so 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 much for myself like mm-hmm. the potential and the possibilities yeah and I think it also builds emotional resilience because you get more comfortable like with exploring okay this is what I feel and it's not to get stuck in it and then you know beat yourself with a long stick for oh, I feel guilty or whatever but it's okay well this is what I feel what mm. is this telling me about where I am at and what's going on in myself sit with them for a while and then let mm. them go release them observe yeah. and let go because sitting stewing in emotions mm. is no good either because i yeah. have done that you know when you stew and like oh why have i said this and i'm so terrible and i'm so this and that this is not a good place to be either because where we put our energy our thinking mm. this is where the intention and where our lives goes so yeah. it's okay observing this is what i feel this is what it's trying to tell me Feel them, let them move through your body because emotions are energy in motion. So just let them get past Mm -hmm. and release them. Let them go. Yeah. And I think that's a hard bit for a lot of people because I really had to struggle with that one. Like, letting go. What do you mean? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So I get it. It can be tricky, but it's about practice. Mm, Yeah. It's about practicing. Be open to the process. Uh, and see where it is going to take you yeah 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 absolutely that practice and improving right and then just knowing that 
for me, it's knowing that I am better. I've learned more. I've grown more like than the person I was yesterday. You know, it's, it's about just taking those steps to, yeah, to grow and to learn and to improve yourself. Like you don't, it's not all going to happen at once, you know, but it's just taking those steps to, to improve yourself and to move forward. It's a process. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Amazing. So um, I could talk to you forever, but I think uh, <laughs> we've been uh, having a conversation for quite some time now. So I think that's a good place to stop. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was a, a pleasure to talk to you. And do you, before we go, can you tell my audience to where they can find you? Yeah, sure. So at the moment, you can just find me on social media. So I'm on Facebook. So it's Renee Egan, um, (laughs) E-A-G-A-N. And then um, on Instagram as well. So Renee underscore Egan underscore Mindset Coach. So yeah, they they can find me there. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Anyway, it was a pleasure to talk to you. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. And if you are someone who needs help to process some emotions, you feel stuck and frustrated that you can't seem to be able to fix some of your problems and you indulge in drinking alcohol, shopping, Netflix binging or procrastination, whatever that is your go-to for hiding from yourself, avoiding your emotions and your feelings, avoiding what is really going on in your life. If you are somewhere in your life when you're like, I don't really like this, but I don't know what to do about this. I don't know how to change. Then I'm your person. If self-doubt, lack of trust, confidence problems is something that you can identify with. And if you're having problems with relationships, and I mean all relationships with yourself, with your partner, at work, in your business, in your job, then there is a lot of unpacking that can be done. If you want to know more about what I do, follow me on Instagram at evelina underscore j underscore Stableska and you can find the um, link in the description of the podcast. Thank you for listening. If you found value in this podcast, I would like to ask you to leave a positive review explaining how this episode helped you to improve your life. I ask you to do this because this will help other people to improve their lives as well. Share and spread the love all around you. Raise your vibrations to improve your life. If you would like more transformational content like this, connect with me on Instagram. You can find a link in the description of this podcast and I'll see you over in the next episode.